0: In the words of a king, there is power, and as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrushesson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. Father, we wait on you.
1: For the release of your spirit tonight, for precise word, for your outstretched hand. Thank you, Father. Wave those hands to Him everywhere. Glory to God. Okay, this, the 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 this conference is about breaking boundaries. Somebody said breaking boundaries. Can't you say loud and clear? Say breaking boundaries. Uh, Let me start with this. Boundaries can be good at times. I don't know if you know that. In fact, every decent individual must have certain what? Boundaries. Limits and rules that governs your living. So, boundaries are not always a bad thing. In fact, they are what I call healthy boundaries. In relationship, there must be What? Boundaries, boundaries. When you're raising kids, there must be what? Boundaries. Oh yeah, we're under grace in our family. We just flow. <laughs> That's not grace. That's disgrace. Boundaries can be good at times, but but there are also boundaries that contain. Yes, sir. And, and I sense in my spirit that this weekend. People that have been molded based on things they were supposed to growing up. Do you know, Pastor Gabriel, as far as education is, education can actually bound your life. Is somebody listening to me? And in the last few weeks, the Lord has been dealing with me on, from religion to relevance. A lot of believers are not relevant because they are very religious, extremely religious. And you see them display their religious muscles on Twitter, on Instagram. And at times you wonder if you can put this kind of effort into your life as a making impact intentionally if you can be very deliberate and intentional about your life the same way you are intentional about defending religion the world will be a better place boundaries are limit sets I wrote something down It means to act in a way that goes, when you say you are breaking boundaries, it means to act in a way that goes beyond what is established or expected. And God wants to raise a generation that will not be contained. Am I talking to people like that tonight? People that will break free from religion. You know, the, people, they are not expecting some of us to be exceptional because. Of the tag is a Christian, oh, 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 oh. And, and you know, nothing can be more untrue than that. Because if there's anything that empowers you for effectiveness in life, it's being a Christian. Yes, Lift up your right hand and say, I'm a child of God, oh, God, and I cannot be contained.
0: Get on your feet and shout loud and clear say, I'm a child of God, oh, God. and I cannot be contained. Come on, shout one more time. Say, "I'm a child of God, and I cannot be contained." The Bible says, "Whatsoever
1: is born of God overcome the world." So, to be born of God is to have capacity and ability that cannot be held down by any set of natural, you know, containment. Shout one more time. I cannot be contained. You may be seated, breaking boundaries going beyond the expectations and the limitations people have put on you do you know as powerful as your education is your education can bound your life i'm a pharmacist i'm a lawyer i'm a medical doctor you know one of the things i'm going to touch on tonight is the fact that you must never confuse your education with your purpose Some of us, we have allowed what we did in school for four or five years to become the definition of our lives. To the extent that even God cannot talk to you outside the confines of what you were taught in school. Just because somebody gave you a degree or or should, not, not somebody, a school. Your uh, reputable school gave you a degree, so that degree now became your definition. I speak as a prophet of God. Everyone under the sound of my voice tonight who cannot hear God, can you get on your feet? I feel an anointing of the Holy Ghost who cannot hear God because of a proud education. Tonight marks the beginning of your deliverance. Lift up your two hands and shout, I will not be contained. Come on, shout it again! Say, "I will not be content." You may be seated, breaking boundaries. You know, God shocked me uh, a couple of weeks, or should I say, months now. I was ministering in, in, in Calgary, I believe, during 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 the the supernatural co- conference we had in Calgary. and the Lord spoke, spoke to me. He said, "You know, there are times that I want new things done on earth, new innovations, and I would rather." you know deposit it inside one of my children to manifest it to to release it but i looked around and i could not find anyone who was prepared enough to carry it and i had to settle for an unsaved person because our minds are not prepared we are not rightly activated to deliver But tonight, I speak as a prophet of God. Everyone understand on my voice that God has ordained you will be relevant in one space or the other. As I'm speaking tonight, I speak activation over your mind. Religion is a terrible thing. And God is more interested in what? Relevance. Somebody shout relevance. Relevance. Come on, shall we say relevance? Relevance now listen i'm not interested in the kind of christianity that is all about sunday the glory of god was so strong the move of the spirit was so powerful in fact we were falling under the power we were somersaulting in the holy ghost we were laughing and dancing in the holy ghost good but what happened after the holy ghost movement on sunday what did you do on monday come on is somebody listening to me how was your tuesday how was your wednesday how was your thursday how was your friday how was your saturday i'm tired of seeing a set of people that call themselves believers that you know as they are finishing sunday they are preparing for the next sunday and their monday to saturday is useless that is not god that is religion I came this weekend to shatter. I'm going to break tables. You didn't get saved just to have a nice time in the Holy Ghost on the Sunday morning. You got saved to be relevant. In fact, let me tell you this. Do you know the Bible is full of documentation of regular people? Only a few priests were mentioned. Most of the emphasis, especially the Old Testament, were regular people who did Monday to Saturday. Melchizedek was a priest in the days of Abraham. How much information do we have about him? Come on, talk to me. He has no father. He has no mother. <laughs> it's not as if he has no father. Boys, like, you know, it was not according to the regular. But, but the point I'm trying to make is we have little or very, very. The emphasis was on Abraham. Yes, sir. The emphasis was on Isaac who sowed in the land. Yes, he was not sowing, it's not the word of God that he was sowing.
0: relevance.
1: What is wrong with us? Something must be done to our curriculum. Because it seems our curriculum has not helped us. People that are effective on Sunday, but useless on Monday. No way, that is not God. God wants your relevance to be felt in your space. He wants you to be effective in life. Oh, is somebody listening to me? Should I say it again? He wants you to be what? Effective in life. He wants people that know how to live. Not just how to do Sunday morning. Because a lot of people know how to do church, but they don't know how to do life. traditions religion that does not translate into effectiveness that's not the will of god for your life and in this conference i I believe god that there's going to be an enlightenment by the spirit of god that will cause somebody to move out of religion into relevance if i'm talking to you come on shout relevance come on shout relevance Relevance, God wants you to be relevant, and I'm gonna be sharing with you tonight what I call the five piece, the five piece to breaking boundaries. The five piece, God wants us relevant, He wants us effective, He wants us productive, He wants us dynamic. The first one is purpose. Purpose. What is purpose? I know some of you can preach to me on purpose. God's original design. God's intent. You know, the the manuscripts, the manual of the manufacturer. Beautiful. But do you know your purpose and your career might not be the same? I say it again, your purpose and what? your career. Now it's possible that God got to help you in a career simply to create channels for your purpose. Hmm. But a lot of people now turn that career into their purpose. Your education as powerful as beautiful as it is it's not necessarily what your purpose but your education can help you to what fulfill your purpose and it's even possible that you have an education that is not exactly aligned to your purpose write it down because if there's anything that people need to break out is the education in fact the problem is some of us our education is outdated do you know it baffles me now when I see when I still see people in church that are still struggling with artificial intelligence sometimes I say it's demonic you know I don't, I don't this, oh my god I hope there's nobody like that here because I will lay hands on you especially this weekend out of anger there's nothing demonic in artificial intelligence but listen to me if you put it in the hands of demonic people they will use it for demonic enhancements if you put it in the hands of godly people they will use it to promote the gospel somebody shout hallelujah but it's an a it's a it's a knowledge that god desires for this generation but some of us are still like you know that they i think ah don't be outdated before your time high has come to stay write it down it's part of the message i've come to preach write it down high has come write it down write it down it's an apostolic injunction right high has come to stay you better embrace it malakosa tabala angadaya is the will of god that so many things about your life should be automated yes sir Is the will of God is to enhance productivity. You know, one of the people I mentor in Chicago, who works for Chicago Stock Exchange, came to see me. Was it like two, three months ago? I was was talking my office, and he said something. He said, "Pastor, do you know what? Some people will have to lose their job in my office." I'm like, "Why did you say that?" He said, "We realize what we've been paying analysts for: paying eighty thousand dollars a year." AI hey, will do it for us better. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Of course, I knew AI was re- but he, he did something to me that 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 evening. That conversation. You know, boy, please don't just have conversation with people of your age. Write it down too. <laughs> I'm serious. The person I was having conversation with, I'm old enough to be his father. His mother is my wife, he's my, he's my friend i mean listen and that's why every 40 some, late 40 something early 50 you must have some 20 something in his space yes, to stimulate your dead brain sense so that they can wake up i have friends like that young friends very young friends i love the way they think what a refreshing conversation i had with the young man and he sat me down he said there were a bunch of things that were paying for that we need to pay for again because AI, AI does it better. I say really? He said, yes. And some people are still carrying play cards. They are taking our job away. It has just begun. The question is, how are you positioning yourself? Can you believe this? In my final year in pharmacy school, there was only one computer in the whole faculty of pharmacy. By the way, I read pharmacy. And have a degree in pharmacy okay the whole faculty had just one computer which by the way i never saw i only knew the room where it was occupying so it was like a shrine anytime we are passing in front of that room we pause i said that's the room that's the room the room where there is a what a computer because i did my project on what type writer Baka, 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 baka. you know computer remember the first time I saw a computer I was like Jesus so this is a computer it's like worship time bow down and that's the way he felt he was with awe and if they bring that computer back today I remember the first time I did something on the internet ah chai. Have anybody has heard of dialogue before in fact you will hear the sound groom, 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 groom. you will send something now it will like to travel travel in fact if you are flying to houston you might get to houston before the message is delivered but that was the height of the day some 20 something years ago but look at how much advancement we have made I said all that to say even our education needs to be updated mm-hmm. yes, yes. for relevance. relevance for relevance and god is saying i want believers that will be relevant in every space yes, are you listening to me yes, god wants to, you know there's a reason why you are called you are called a member of his body it's because he needs expression on art and you are his expression the question is, where, you know, because when we're talking about purpose, purpose is all about assignment. There is a space assigned to you. So, the question is, where your assignment is concerned, where your location on heart is concerned, are you feeling the space? Purpose! It cannot be invented. It can only be discovered. Lord, open my eyes to see. You know, because of my understanding of purpose, when it came to the, uh, the, 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 the part of my kids choosing what to do in school, I was very careful. So, the glory of God, I have two kids in university, and it's like, what do you see? You tell me because i didn't have that privilege growing up anybody like me you know there's something called jump joints admission matriculation board then in nigeria my dad got the form filled the form pick the schools and pick the 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 courses I was just an observer. Can you imagine? My destiny was me. <laughs> I remember that day. In fact, I was standing up, he was sitting i was one filling the form. It's like, okay, this is where you will go to, this is the course you will do. Can I be sincere? That is how I ended up in pharmacy. It was more of his choice than my choice. The man could not even see my drive towards you know technical t- oh, no 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 I, in fact the plan is medicine pharmacy was even i happily happy say can we settle for pharmacy because i would have died if i'd gone to fem- medical school me medical school no it was not meant for me even pharmacy school was too stressful and that was why you know when i encountered god in college I, it was like thank you thank you for saving me <laughs> thank you for saving me Thank you, my Lord. I mean, I remember in my final year of pharmacy school, we were talking about, I want to do clinical pharmacy. I want to do hospital. I'm like, just get me out of this place. At least, in fact, if there was, if there was any motivation, not to drop out of school that, so that the name of God will not be what? Be put to shame. <laughs> but I could not see my future in pharmacy because I was caught out for something else. So the question is, what are you cut out for? I'm not asking for what you studied in school. What is your design? What were you designed for? Is it even possible for God to allow you to get involved in a career and use that career to bless you financially, but that is not necessarily what what you are cut out for? When we talk about purpose, we talk about the essence of existence. Yes,
0: sir.
1: I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice tonight who is just busy paying bills, angry, and many That before this conference is over on Sunday. May the highest of your understanding be enlightened. May you come to an understanding of God's purpose for your life. Say after me. Say there is a purpose of God for my life.
0: To break boundaries,
1: you must live in God's purpose. I'm an accountant. I'm a pharmacist. I know that does not move me. That's what you study for four or five years. That's not you stop calling your education you you are more than your education and by the way your lack of education does not stop your purpose because a lot of people have put their their life on no, because oh i wish i had gone to school listen education enhances your ability to fulfill your purpose but in some cases it's a distraction from your purpose but education is not what determines your purpose or should i say it this way lack of education does not necessarily stop you from fulfilling purpose and by the way what do you call education does it have to be a formal one because you can be educated without going to school and you can go to school and still be uneducated some of us the moment we left school we stopped being educated so we have become obsolete (laughs) so stop using education as your excuse for not fulfilling your purpose i wish i wish stop wishing lord open my eyes to see me you know it's possible to be to be a Moses who grew up with the best of education and yet be of purpose and with all your you know your exposure your, your, you know the things you have access to you will still feel a vacuum inside of you and you will leave that place of comfort looking for purpose and he found himself among his brethren because that was where his purpose lied romans chapter 8 verse 28 says all things work together for good for those who are what who are called according to what his purpose his purpose now let me get this right when we're talking about your purpose it's not primarily your thing it's god's thing that's one of the mistakes we've made for years my purpose no it's not your purpose it's his purpose write it down his purpose it's not my my because i've seen people who have used purpose for selfish it's not your thing it's his thing by the way he did not consult you before he gave you that location it's his thing that you discovered don't confuse purpose with some ambitions you have All things work together for good for those who are called according to what is purpose. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 says, Before I formed you, I knew you. In fact, I formed you for that thing. Hmm. I had a job. I had an allocation. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. What God had in mind before bringing you into this world. I declare you will live in it in this season. I mean nothing can be more miserable than living and just paying bills can i be real tonight some of us moving from one country to another country literally kicked us out of purpose don't equate comfort and convenience to living in purpose By the way there's this phrase which i don't like he has done well for himself it's not a covenant statement in luke chapter 12 we have a story of a man that did well for himself and as far as god was concerned he was a fool god said okay okay you have wasted life he was a rich man saved up did well for himself and god said this is a waste of resources And he called him back. He called himself, come, come. You're a fool. This is not what I... Fine, you have made money. You have built stuff. But this is still an abuse. So it's possible to be successful, make money, quote and unquote, and yet be a failure as far as God is concerned. I don't know what I'm talking to. The way you see life is, oh my god, do you know the suburb beliefs? Do you know the school district these kids go to? Now listen, I'm not against those things, though. Don't get me wrong. God made good things for us to enjoy. Somebody shall remain. I love good things. How many of you love good things? And my kids went to a very good school district. I'm not trying to attack those things, but if that is the only yardstick you used to measure effectiveness in life then there's a problem are you listening to me you there's too much to your i mean your life is too deep than to be defined by natural things you are a spirit how can a spirit be measured by natural things he has a range rover he has a tesla he lives in a six bedroom house you are a spirit the life of a man is not by the abundance of material things. Write it down, make a Because some of us have lost it, lost it. Just you, just living to pay bills. So, and social medias have not even helped. Because with social media comes the evolution of fake life. Fake life everywhere people get under pressure anyhow. say look, look at life which life in fact the best thing that can happen to some of us is to evict ourselves from social media just take a break because more than any other thing social media is distracting a whole lot of people including the people that are not posting some people they don't post but they go through everybody's posts just like snipers you say oh, what is happening in dallas to chicago to lagos i don't know if you know what i'm like. they don't you can't see the accounts but they're just there like intelligence gathering intelligence report about everybody there's more to your life than the natural are you listening to me say after me say there's more to my life than the
0: natural
1: until you come to a discovery of god's purpose for your life and you you embrace it you've not started living you're just there passing through life impacting life is not measured by the amount of dollars in your bank account it's not measured by the amount of real estate it's not measured by the amount of cars it's not measured by the size of your house and it's not measured by the number of degrees no africans can be crazy at times a friend of mine told me a couple of years ago he said i had a conversation with my, with my dad he said i just told my dad i've enrolled for phd the man did not even ask what program the moment the father had phd he said oh ah oh, god will not put you to shame <laughs> god i've been praying that my first son must have a phd and now you have enrolled for a phd how shallow just going to school for no just phd phd in what the man did not get his phd at least i will be able to tell all my village people but my son is about to become a what a doctor pebbles why did god bring me here why am i in dallas Am I even supposed to be in Dallas? Ish. There's too much to your life and to define you by things that are inferior. Pebbles. For you to break boundaries, you must embrace God's purpose for your life. Lord, what is your plan for me? And listen, listen. The mistake some of, a lot of us make is this. Just because you have walked in some level of revelation of your purpose, you assume you know everything to you. And God will never tell you everything about you uh, in one sitting. There's too much to you to discover it in just. You know, I get concerned when I see people that are so confident they know themselves. I know me. I know what I will do in the next 25 years, 30 years. I say, ah, really? <laughs> I wish I'm that smart, but I'm not that smart. And the God that I've worked with for over 30 years, I can tell you something about him. He will unveil you to you, part-time. Part-time. You know, there are things I'm involved in right now. If anybody had told me five years ago that i will be doing it, i will be like, ah, no way. That's not me. I'm not cut out for that. And that's why one of the greatest revelation you can have is consecration. Can we all stand up? Everybody stand up. Lift up your two hands and say, Lord. Lord. Lift up your two hands and say, I say, I consecrate myself to your plan and your purpose for my life. I release myself into your care. You have the freedom and the liberty to send me anywhere to ask me to do anything, anything. Lord, I'm open, open to your instruction. You may be seated. Four years ago, I was preaching for my friend Yemade, at Wabbeck. I had no idea. Was it? No, three years ago. I had no idea what God was going to tell me in that conference. I was done with the conference, powerful people were. And as I was finishing the conference, the Lord spoke to me. He said, "I need you to spend more time in Nigeria." Really? You asked me to leave Nigeria 20-something years ago, and I said, "Hey, yeah, I need you in Nigeria now." He said there's a generation that is about to arise, and they will need your leadership. And they kept quiet. He didn't say much. And people noticed I stopped going to Asia and some other places in Europe, and they wondering why Nigeria, why Nigeria? It's because I don't own my life. Now, I've had invitations to Asia literally every year for the last three years, which I've had to turn down And other parts of the world. Why? Because God says, there's a generation that needs you. And I'm calling you as a midwife to be there for them. He He said, for this generation not to be aborted, you will need to be a midwife in this season for them. I'm not necessarily even talking about public ministry. In fact, ministers at times they need to be taught or retaught purpose. Because it's like, oh, invitation. The same God (laughs) that was sent Philip to preach to the whole city of Samaria, we have a minister to just Ethiopian Enoch. And he took it so seriously that. He, he, he handled the transportation himself. So it's not even about public ministry. It's not about what you can put on social media at times. In fact, there are people I have relationship with that what we discuss, I, don't, I can't even put 5% of it on social media because it's private ministry. But as far as it's concerned, that's assignment for me for the season. I've flown to cities before and people saw me on the puppet, big puppet and I'm like, oh my God, what a large audience and what did not realize that my assignment was not even that puppet that puppet was just by the way there was a meeting behind closed door which was my primary assignment At times God will send me to places just to strengthen the heart of his man he said, this man is going through a lot in this season he needs you, he needs you to affirm him he needs you to, to say you is not by himself. And as an apostle, you are just an errand boy. You deliver any errands he sent to you. Yes, by the way, being an apostle is not by title. Because I'm beginning to see a generation that is crazy about title now. And you know, it comes in circles. In my own generation, it was bishop. Everybody wanted to be a bishop, a bishop of ten people. A bishop of 15 people now he's apostle because somebody say ah, if i don't call myself an apostle they will not respect the apostolic auction listen it's not by title it's an office pebbles i just running a rat race doing what is popular doing what everybody likes but it's doing what it will have you do because at the end of the day, you're gonna be rewarded for what he sent you to do, for not, not not necessarily what is generally liked, purpose to break boundaries. You must return back to the place of purpose. Lord, what are you saying? Because a lot of us are so distracted, you know. You can be handing a lot of money and be so distracted. Mm-hmm. what will you have me do? Remember, your purpose is not necessarily your career and it's not necessarily your former education. Mm -hmm. It's God's original plan for what? Your life. Which is not revealed at once. It's revealed in phases. Faces, line upon line, precept upon precept. Don't ever assume you know it all. There's so much to you that you are yet to know. It's something like building around God's design for you. That's the best plan. Does not necessarily make you the most popular, but it makes you a good steward. Second, P. I promise you five Ps. Right? Second P. Did you get that one? First one. Second P. Promises. Promises. You know, the Lord was dealing with me along the line of promises this evening like he has never done with me. By the way, the word promise or promises in the Greek is from the Greek word epagelia, which means divine assurance or pledge. You must be so aware of what you are assured of is your divine assurance based on the covenant you are in. For you to be relevant. There's no way around it. Now, if you go to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12. I wish you could have the scripture display, But okay, let's work with your Bible. Open your Bible. Your soft Bible. <laughs> Anybody with a hard copy Bible here. My God, you are minorities. Now, everybody carries Bible on the phone, on some tablet. Ephesians 2.12, are you there? It says, it said that at that time, you were without Christ. Somebody said without Christ. It said being aliens, or should I say alienated, the word aliens and alienated are connected, right? It said being aliens or alienated from What? The commonwealth of what? Israel. Then the next thing he says, as strangers from what? The covenant of promise. So when you're talking about covenant, one of the things that defines that covenant is the promise attached to it. He said because you are strangers from what? Covenant of promise. Then you have no hope. Oh my God. So having hope... Is because you are not a what a stranger of covenant of what promise? Remember, it's not just covenant; it's covenant of what promise. Is that because you have no understanding of that covenant? You have no hope, and you are without, you are without God in the world. So, having hope and having God in your world is a function of what the covenant of what promise. Can you say loud and clear? Say, I I am connected. Get on your feet. Say, I am connected connected to a covenant covenant that carries carries great great promises. promises. And it's, it's a fallacy. It's a sin. Not to be aware of the promises that your covenant carries. It's a covenant of promise you know your enlightenment is as a result of interaction with those promises. Sit down, sit down. Your what? Enlightenment is as a result of what? Interaction. The Bible says in Psalm 19 verse 130, it said the entrance of his word gives what? Light. So it takes interaction with the promise that comes with the covenant to have Light. And without light you have no relevance without light you can't break boundaries without light all you are doing is religion without light you have no impact you without light you can't change anything a generation which that will change things a generation that are enlightened Psalm 36 verse 9 says he said We you is the fountain of life and in your light we see lights there's a light that causes you to see and causes you to be seen. Hey, you didn't hear me. There's a light that causes you what to see and causes you to be seen. Lift up your two hands and shout, I'm a Come on, lift those hands up and shout, I'm a light. Without the promise, there's no enlightenment. In him is light. In him is life. And that life was what? The light of men. The light of men. So without the life in the world, there's no light. So there's an interaction with the promise. So it's one thing to just say, have a covenant. But do you know the promise? That, that covenant comes with, because it was not just, it was not, it was not just some empty covenant. Is a loaded covenant, Galatians chapter three, and that's why we can't. You know, until you have that light, you are light. <laughs> until you have what that light, you are what you are light. You have no weight. And God wants you to be weighty. The word glory means to be weighty. The weightiness of God. Without that light, you are what? You are light. Any little thing will get you off. Because you are that light. You can be tossed around because you have what? No light. <laughs> I love what Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. He said, he say, <laughs> he said, all the promises in him. That Him refers to Christ. He said they are yea and amen. All the promises. Write it down. All the promises in him. So he's not just going around and say, I, I, I'm a Christian. I have Christ. For you to be a Christian, for you to have Christ, then you must know the promises in him. Because he came loaded. All the promises in him yay and amen the strength of a believer is in the awareness of the promises that comes with his covenant we are not strangers from the covenant of promise it's not strange to us we are aware we know our words until those promises are revealed you have no words Galatians chapter 3. somebody getting blessed tonight? So when we're talking about breaking boundaries, you must be aware of your promises. You can't just be doing religious affairs. You must know by revelation. You shall know the truth. There is an enemy that is not afraid of you being religious. But it's what you know that scares him you know the truth and the truth sets you free so your freedom is proportional to the promises revealed to you <laughs> galatians chapter 3 verse 13 wow what a night galatians chapter 3 verse 13 are you there it says christ has redeemed us in fact can we stand up as we read the scripture together and i want you to mean it as you're saying it Everyone under the sound of my voice who's dealing with one thing or the other, maybe in the area of health, in the area of finances, in the area of sinful habits, as you sound this scripture loud and clear, I see light flooding your heart and I see your freedom delivered. Do you believe that? Now let's read together. One, two, three, go. Cost is everyone who asks what? the tree see after me say christ was cursed so that i can be free from curses now verse 14 now says that the blessing of abraham might come upon what the gentiles then the letter passes that that we might receive the promise so what we receive is what the promise we receive the promise But how can you receive the promise you have not encountered? You must know what is promised to you before you can receive it. There must be a revelation of what? The promise. What makes you effective in this kingdom of God, in this system of God, is the awareness of what? The promise. Lift up your right hand and shout, I'm aware of the promise that comes with my covenant you know it's one thing to just be chatting have a covenant with god have a covenant with god but do you know the promise attached to that covenant is a covenant of promise your ability to fully take advantage of that covenant is contingent on what on your awareness of the promise that comes with what with the covenant. Because until you have that awareness of the co- of the promise, you have no hope. And it's going to be like you have no God in this world. Sit down. Mm. <laughs> Although you have God in this world, until you are aware of the promise that your covenant carries, there's no hope. And your life will be like there's no God. Yet there's God. But simply because you don't know the promise. That your covenant carries that's you know i'm you know i'm so, i'm so happy about all this revival thing going on all around the world but listen can i be real if we don't get grounded in the world i know we are just getting started of revival 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 listen the devil will slap a generation anyhow one of the greatest thing that happened to the body of christ from the 70s to the 80s was the evolution of teachers that will sit down and teach the world so that people can know who they are in Christ Jesus it's not just by going around and saying fire 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 you must know who you are
0: yes, sir. I know
1: who I, am. know who I am for all the promises in him are ye Amen. <laughs> All the promises and what in him. Are <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. It says, Be not slothful, but be ye followers of them through faith and what patience. Inherited what the promise. So God wants you to inherit. But how can you inherit if you don't know what you are inheriting? <laughs> So thank God for purpose, but we must not just just stay on purpose, we must come to the awareness of the promises that comes with our covenant. Because there's an enemy out there that will take advantage of you if you don't know the promises that are in him, which are ye and him. But until you know those promises, you can't take advantage of those promises. Is somebody following me tonight? So we know our purpose. Or his purpose for our lives, and we are enlightened through the knowledge of the promises because he wants us to receive. I receive. Can you say what after me? Say, I receive my inheritance. Oh, what was promised to me?
0: I receive it now
1: hey bro nothing pleases god more than a people that know how to receive you know god loves to give and if you really want to please him know how to receive but you can't receive until you know the promises (laughs) i receive so you want to break boundaries you want to do the impossible you want to be relevant. You must know your promises. <laughs> you know there was a man by the name Isaac. The son of Abraham. I don't know if you know him. Genesis 26. He found himself in a place. And there was famine there, right? And what do we do naturally? Will you move? So he was going to move like every other person. But God showed up and said, you don't have to move. Ah. Genesis 26.3. I, I need to go to other places, but I need to read this. Come on, are you learning something tonight? Genesis 26.3. He said, dwell in this land in spite of the famine. He said, I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give, I give all these lands. I will perform The oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. He said, the reason why you are covered is because you are under a covenant. I made promises to your father and you are called the same way promises were made to Jesus and you are covered in the covenant of those promises some of you are excited and God says because of the covenant the oath I made and the promises that comes with that oath you are covered lift up your
0: two hands and shout
1: I'm covered I was talking to my, was it my son earlier on today, and I said, every economy is my advantage. Every economy is my advantage because I'm under covenant. Not just any covenant, I'm under the best covenant. There's no covenant that beats the one in the blood of Jesus. I'm aware of the promises that comes with that covenant. So I don't freak out, I don't panic, just because of some announcement about interest rates. By the way, God knows how to show off. What if God wants it... Can I prophesy tonight? What if God wants you to do what you could not do when the interest rate was low? He wants you to do it well when the interest rate is high. Because he wants to make a statement. Anybody who believes this word of prophecy tonight... I don't know who I'm talking to. You have said, oh, no, 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 I can't buy a house under this kind of interest. You better get up right now. I'm speaking to you right now. Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? You are prayed by by heaven's economy. We are not aliens. Yes, sir. From the commonwealth of Israel. And we are not strangers to the covenant of promise. There was famine. And God said, in fact, stay. Turn to your neighbor and say stay? stay. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, I mean Genesis chapter chapter 26 verse 12, and Isaac sowed in the land where there was famine. And in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. And the man became great and was great until he became very great. Ah, somebody shout very great. very great. Lift up your twins and shout very great. Very great that's breaking boundaries but that was initiated by the awareness of the covenant of promise it said there's a covenant over your life and because of that covenant you are not moving out like every other person you are covered somebody shout I'm covered by covenant but it takes somebody who's aware of his covenant to take advantage of his covenant the covenant covers me. The news on CNN does not move me. The covenant cover what is being announced concerning the interest rate does not move me. The covenant. Oh, somebody say, oh, my industry is shaking. Oh, it's for my good. Ah, the covenant covers me. Could it be the reason why they, the, the, the your space
0: is or your your your
1: whatever you call it is shaking is because God wants to move some vasti out. So that some Esther can move in. Lift up your toes and shout, I'm covered covenant. by covenant. covenant. It's the God that raises kings and removes kings. God is trying to do some reshuffling and you are shaking. It's for your good. All things are for your sake. All things are working together for your good. Somebody shout, I'm covered by covenant. What moves everybody does not move me. I'm a covenant child. I have a covenant of promise. I inherit the promise. Somebody shout, I inherit the promise. You may be seated. Hey, I inherit. You want to break boundaries? Get locked in your promise. There must be an interaction with the promise. Which causes what? Enlightenment. And remember, until you are enlightened, you cannot be seen. And you cannot see. That enlightenment causes you to see, and it causes you to be what? Seen. For they did not gain the possession of their land by their own strength. Neither did their own arm save them, but it was your right hand, your arm. And the lights. Hey, there's there's an encounter with the promise that lightens you. The light of and he went to say, because you favor them. In fact, what we call favor is a product of that light. So that light does not just cause you to see. It causes you to be what? Oh, can I prophesy over somebody? I declare in this season you will be seen. There's an enlightenment that comes through interaction with what? The promise. The promise. So don't take time spent with the word lightly. It's an encounter that causes enlightenment. That causes you to see and to be seen. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, come on, I can't hear you. Hallelujah. I said, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So we're on the third P now prophecies. Prophecies, prophecies. You know, I was meditating on this just before I came. What is prophecy? Prophecy are divine utterances inspired by God, and they carry the breath of God. The energy of God is resident in prophecy that's why he says in the last days I will pour my spirit upon all flesh he says your sons and your daughters they shall what? prophesy that's the first thing prophesy listen prophecies are real they are products of the movement of God 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse 21 he says only men he said they did not speak out of the will of men but they spoke as the Holy Ghost moved them there's a movement of God that produces divine utterances that carries divine energy that makes things to happen. Prophecies should not be taken lightly. That's why 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, says, Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying. Verse 20. In fact, in the New Testament, it said that you may all prophesy. Because we are living at a time that there's a generation that don't send prophecy. And that prophecy thing, nah, 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 nah. I'm not talking about people calling out your plate number or your account number. That's sorcery. There's a difference between sorcery and witchcraft and prophecy. I'm talking about divine utterances. Those say the Lord. Is, there's such a thing as a does say the Lord that has no respect for famine. Second Kings chapter 7, everything was upside down in Israel, and the word of the Lord came saying, By this time tomorrow, you know, when such words come, the man on whose hands the king leaned cannot understand. May you not be that man? Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, May you not be that man Amen. because such men they missed out, their minds are bigger than their spirit. How can it happen? King, don't be foolish. That's why you hired me. I'm your consultant on economic matters. We've done all our math. Listen, prophecies defile statistics. Can I speak as a prophet tonight? I'm a product of prophecy. Thus said the Lord. And some of you, you have some, thus said the Lord over you. That you have stopped paying attention to because you know because of the things going on listen what we cause you to stand out in spite of the things going on is those prophecies despise not prophesy Hey, you know there's something about prophecies your prophecies they go before you your prophecies know the the things we have to deal with get on your feet i feel the holy ghost tonight i don't know who i'm talking to there's some child of prophecy some sons of prophecy some daughters of prophecies there are prophecies that been over your some of you since you are in the womb do you know jesus is a product of prophecy there is a god that does not do things before he says it it has to be said that is how he does things don't say the Lord. Don't joke with Don't say the Lord. Paul wrote to Timothy, first Timothy chapter one, verse eighteen. He said, "Discharge I commit unto you concerning prophecies that were that went ahead of you." They went ahead of you. They went ahead of you. He said that you may wage a good warfare. Ladies and gentlemen, you ought to fight with your prophecy. Oh, Don't treat them lightly. You, You know your prophecies are your bullets. You hand your gun with your prophecy. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. There is a word of the Lord over you. He spoke to you. He spoke through some people over your life. The question is... Are you holding on to your prophecies? There was a prophecy over me in 1990. Raised me a supernatural army. It, defined, it has defined my life for the last 33 years. I don't know the prophecy over your life. Listen to me. I was in California in 2000, I believe. And the word of the Lord came unto me. He said, the same way I've anointed you to preach the gospel to the nations, I've anointed you to make money. You know, as of the time that word came, Pastor Gabriel, I fought it. all. I'm, like, ah, I'm a preacher. Money maker. No. My mind was fighting my prophecy. May your mind not fight your prophecy. My mind. And, and don't blame you. That's the way we were raised. You're a full-time preacher. Just mind God. Leave money aside. Money is a distraction. But he told me, he said, I have not only anointed you to preach me, I have anointed you to sit on money. Anybody like me? Ah. Uh, okay, there are very holy people here. Anybody like me? God has anointed you to, to be blessed, to be rich. Like sit, sit, sit. Hopefully, you are not one of those people when you hear wealth, you're like, ah, no, I don't want to miss God. Abraham was wealthy, he did not miss God. Isaac was wealthy, he did okay, not yeah. miss God joseph was wealthy oh, yes, he prospered don't you know me say are you not after those covenants and well, now you hear we just talk about covenant I promise and i talk money say ah, no 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 i don't want to be contaminated i don't want to be corrupted ah money does not corrupt it's the love of money that corrupts there are two different things this and you don't need to have money to have love of money mm, should i say it again you don't have, you don't need to have money to have the love of money. In fact, the reason why a lot of people don't have money is because they love money. Because when you love money, money recognizes you as an abuser. Because money is not meant to be loved, it's meant to be used. So when you have a love affair with money, you're abusing money. And when you recognize your abuser, what do you do? You stay away from them. They are put up they are, uh, May you not be listed among the abusers of money? <laughs> because when you recognize your abuser, what do you do? You stay away. Don't you know, you say, I use, I, I use money, I don't love money. Don't Tell love money. at least three or four people around you, I use money, I don't love money. I, I use money, I don't love money. I use money, money is what I use. <laughs> money, <laughs> money is. He said, and Abraham was very rich. Genesis chapter 13:2. Your broke self is not good for anybody. It's not good for you, it's not good for your family, even your village people. They'll prefer you rich. The kingdom of God will benefit better from your rich self. So in the name of Jesus, I declare in the name of Jesus you will never be broke another day in your life. Yeah. But I struggle with it. Because I'm like, I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm going say, this ain't where I anointed you to preach you. I anointed you to sit on money. I remember I went to preach. No, I came for a conference and I ended up preaching somewhere in Houston. And that was the first day I would see Mike Murdoch face to face. He was seeing me for the first time and he walked towards me. And he said, I see something on you. And he went back to money. I said. I say, private jets. Which I'm planning to get very soon anyway. That was the first time my mother would save, see me. And a few months after I went to preach for my pastor in, in Nigeria. And another preacher came from Richmond, Virginia. Saw me for the first time. A prophet and he said. Say private jets. I'm like. So for years I struggled. though. They said it. I will not repeat it to anybody apart from my wife. I say, ah, God, they raised me supernatural me. You think you know everything to you?
0: Mm.
1: The same God that said raised me supernatural me says, I've made you a financial pillar. Mm. But I've repented. I'm not ashamed to say I'm blessed. Yes, and I hope no one of you has a problem with it. So when you hear he has bought a jet, start rejoicing. He prophesied it and he's leaving it. So I said, why do you need a jet? You Maybe you don't need a jet. I agree. You know, I went to, a, I went to an estate a few months ago. You know, listen, where you associate is very, very important. It's interesting, it's not even in America. It's Nigeria, Banana Island. I stayed there for a few days. You no, know, later I was. I realized over hundred residents in Banana Island have their private jets. I said, "This is the place I should be staying." <laughs> Pastor, you agree with me? I said, "This is the place I should be staying." Hundred residents. He said, These are people like me. God bless you, sir. God bless you. And please, you better, when I talk like this, there are angels that follow me. I'm serious. You better be receptive. I'm one of your strangest preachers. I go to nations to preach the gospel. I will preach in the evening, in the morning. I'm signing contracts. In fact, wherever I go to preach, one of the ways God compensates me is I must get a contract. (laughs) Without publicity. In fact, the one for this trip, I think I got it in the last 24 hours already. He paid me in advance. And he makes sure it's a kind of contract that pastors cannot give me as honorarium so i stopped thinking about honorarium because my boss has paid me i said where where are you sending me next let's, let's go there let's go there and because he pays well hey i feel an anointing if i talking about this some of you feel the glory of god i'm anointed i'm anointed i'm anointed not just to raise the supernatural money i mean i'm anointed to raise people that will be financially prosperous if you're one of them can you stand up you know, I came to Dallas with a sweatshirt that says prosperity reign. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because a part of that gospel involves your wealth. Lift up your two and say, God has helped me, heaven is open over me, money is coming in my direction. I do not serve money i serve god and as i serve god money serves me oh my god as i serve god money serves me i use money to serve the purpose of god is it not interesting i'm talking about money and i'm drunk in the holy ghost <laughs> <laughs> stretch out your hands if you can do with more money I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now Let's stretch out your hands if you can do with more money I speak over somebody under the sound of my voice and people watching this by online I declare channels are opening for you the eyes of understanding I open to see opportunities in different places in different nations Angry listen I'm dangerously blessed. You know, I told you I was in Ikoyi last time. And as I was driving, as I was being taken to the airport. I looked up and I just saw houses for sale, Ikoyi, And I knew my heart is time. So I bought one last week. And I didn't say it to brag. Because the way it happened, it was strange money just came to go you know i don't know about you money chases me he chases me everywhere he chases me he runs me down as as i'm busy running after god running after his purpose and money's running after me he said i must run after him because he's running after purpose he needs he needs me to do what he's called to do masataba what is my prophecy? The question tonight is, what is your prophecy? Despise the prophesy, Quench not the spirit. I've got it on me. I've got it on me. I've got it on me. In fact, these days I talk about money and the glory of God rises in meeting. Did you notice in the last few minutes? I talk about money and the glory of God rises because I'm in my comfort zone. that's my prophecy discharge i commit to you son don't play with your prophecy those prophecies went ahead of you and make sure you wage war
0: fear with them I'm a child of prophecy. I said, I'm a child of prophecy. 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 Masota
1: The breath of God is a prophecy. The
0: energy of the spirit is in the prophecy. There is power in the Lord. Don't say the law. Don't say the law. Make us all tabaya. Umbro lokota ya kata ya kata ya. lokota balakada. I call tonight the night of prophecy activation. Everyone under the sound of my voice who has prophecy
1: over his life that is yet to be activated. I call those prophecies activated in the name of Jesus.
0: Mm. Glory
1: prophecies Sit, sit, sit! Prophecies, prophecies! That said, the Lord. You know, we were talking a few days ago, and so, you know, there's something going on in his life presently. And I told him, I said, I'm not surprised, because the moment he sent that message to me, I remembered the day of the prophecy. I remember this from nowhere. Maybe five years ago, I just called him and said, Jimmy, I see this and 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 this. (laughs) So when that word was performed, I said, I'm not surprised. The words went. The question is, are you fighting with words that are supposed to be fighting for you? You fighting with the words that are supposed to be words that you've been using to fight, you are now fighting them. No, no, I don't believe. Ah, <laughs> Jesus came by prophecy. Yeah. Everything that God does, he does it by what? Yeah. He will first of all say it. Yes, sir. Quench not the spirit, yes, sir. despise not prophesy. Because that's how futures are formed, and that's why any any environment that does not allow the move of God, I don't feel comfortable. Because destinies get grounded. You need an environment where God can move yes, to release utterances that are not born out of the will of man, but by the movement of God that carry the energy to perform themselves. Thus said the Lord. night, Thus said the Lord. You know, the new movement in Nigeria now, about was it six years ago at Supernatural? I prophesied it said a generation is coming they will do this they will do this i even forgot but that word already went through and the movement was batted five years after i mean five years ago a movement that is bigger than me if i went to say oh you are the apostle of the new I said, with all humility because it's beyond me it has a life of itself because it came by prophecy. Anything that comes by prophecy has a life of itself. Come on, are you getting blessed tonight? Perspective. I promise you five, right? I've given you three. Should I give you all the five? Perspective. We started with what? Purpose. We moved to what? Then we move to what? Then we move to what? Perspective. Perspective, perspective. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says it all. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The way you see is the way it will life will appear for you. The way you see. You know, as powerful as our prophecies are, as powerful as our promises are, as powerful as our purpose is. Do you know until you align in your perspective, your purpose, your promise, and your prophecy will not matter? If there's anything that can defeat all those powerful pieces, it's your perspective. <laughs> I mean, you can see the man on whose hand the king lived. Look at his perspective. He said, "Even if God, will turn all these to window. Said, okay, that's your perspective. Don't worry, you will not experience it because you cannot see it. There's a scene of purpose, of promise, and of prophecy. You know, God will bring people into your space." Don't fight it. Someone will say, Go and let us go and play golf together. I say, ah no, it's not me they are looking for. <laughs> I respect myself. That's God trying to help you. It's bringing you bring small new images. They will take you to neighborhoods. You cannot dare go. Say, let's go there. I have a friend there. He said, Yeah, he's my friend too. By your if you are his friend. Don't say I know I know my mates. No. So for a whole year, I attacked his mind. I attacked his mind. I attacked his mind. Shatter all those laggere bust up sabo settlements. <laughs> I like building new ones. Building new ones. After a while, I looked at him. I said, Deji, resign your job. I said, ah, okay. And he's very smart. Once I say, he say, okay, daddy said we should. To call the long story short, it looks like what happened in him took several years. Only took two plus years. Within two years, God moved him from not having a car. Now he drives me. He's the one that drives me to, now he flies with me. Before, he used to drive me to the airport. Then afterwards, I said, no, we'll go together. He drives me. He does not just drive me in any car. He drives me in his G-Wagon. And that's just one of his 25 cars. Listen, it's not as if I did any magic, introduce him to any business. Apparently, the resources were already there. Yes, but because of the mindsets, those resources could not open up when they open up now what he was making two, two and a half years ago is what he charges a client to have a seat with him for how many hours one hour it was locked inside but there was a mind that would not let it open up There's a renewal by the word, and there's a renewal of mind by association. May you not fight the people that God has sent into your life to upgrade your destiny. Perspective. So, so today when we're flying to Dallas, the conversation was different. So I was telling him about some new things I'm doing. You know, I love to play with money. Just say, you know, okay, okay, we're working towards XXXX thousands dollars. He said, I I will do it too. He said, let's do it together. I said, okay, come on, bud. The same person would have told me three years ago, ah (laughs) it's a lot of money. Mind. How is your mind set? Can I be real? There are quite a number of Nigerians there. Do you know our problem? Our mind is set to go to school, but not necessarily to create opportunity. I'm in school, and the next thing, I'm looking for a job. And that's why most of us, we look for a job forever. Only few of us think of creating jobs because that's the way they set our mind. School,
0: school, school. and
1: you know we are known for it we're the most good people group in america already we won the award a couple of years ago we're champions even it that India's dominated for so long i have a friend who's up there who was speaking to me a few months ago he says statistics has it now that nigerians and indians are neck to neck in it now I, huh he said you people you go to school is this school? You go to school. Nursing, you dominated it. Medicine, you dominated it. IT. And it's just school, just
0: school, school,
1: school. But one of my assignments this season is to push you out. Don't just go to school for the sake of school. God has a big bigger. An awesome. We are coming back tomorrow, so let me round up prayer. The last piece: prayer, 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 prayer. Jabez. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 10. That was a man that broke boundaries. How did he break? He came to a realization. I'm bigger than this. Listen. Just because you were promised. Just because it was proposed. Just because it was prophesied. In fact. Just because you are thinking like it. Does not mean it will happen. Get up. There must be a batting in the place of prayer angry kataya. what a message tonight a batting in the place of prayer in fact there will be times you will have to put some focus to that prayer that's what fasting is all about you don't need any distraction I must bat this. I must bat this. I must break boundaries. I must break boundaries. It was promised. It was, it's my purpose. It's my prophecy. Malaka. I even have perspective for it. But there must be a batting in place of prayer. Is somebody listening to me? Daniel prayed. Jabez prayed. If you will experience what was promised, what was purposed, what was prophesied, what you have perspective for, you must bat it in prayer. You want to break boundaries? Then don't joke with prayer. Whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it. Yeah. Malakataya shatabala elijah was a man of like passion he was a man that had the same limitation the same boundaries just like you but he prayed and for a space of three and a half years there was no rain and they prayed again and there was rain he battered god's purpose in his time in prayer even the birth of jesus was because some people will pray that was thank God, for prophetess Anna that was in the temple, a widow of over 80 years of the neck. Yeah, we need midwives in the in the kingdom. I said we need midwives in the
0: kingdom. We need midwives in the kingdom. We need midwives in the kingdom
1: listen listen to me you know when you are not committed in the place of prayer do you know what it means you are independent prayer is a demonstration of your submission to god and his grace is a humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and we exalt you. That's prayer. If my people who are called by my name, we humble themselves and pray. So prayer is humility. Is humility positioning for what? Grace. Done in faith and done with focus. I'm done tonight. Did you receive something from God tonight? Was it clear? We want to break boundaries. Do we want to break boundaries? Return to purpose. Don't play with your promises. Never lose sight of your prophecies. Make sure your perspective is aligned. Your mind. Take your mind where your spirit is. Take your mind where your prophecy is. And lastly stay in the place of prayer to bat it did you hear from heaven tonight i said did you hear from heaven tonight am i speaking to a people that we break boundaries on every
0: side a people that we experience their prophecy a people that we inherit their promise it must end in prayer listen 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 listen
1: listen Open your Bible to first Chronicles chapter 4 verse 10. War a nights. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that your hand might be with me that you will keep me from evil, that I may not grieve me or that I may not cause pain and God granted him that which he requested. Listen, he can only grant what is requested. The question is, what is your request? Prayer is is an opportunity to present your petition. He's committed to granting the request, but there must be what a laying out of the petition, Father. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. In fact, can we pray in the Holy Ghost for the next five minutes? Just pray in the Holy Ghost for the next five minutes. There's the next level that is about to be pushed out. My tire. If you will remove
0: your jacket, like I'm doing, remove your jacket. Elijah was a man of life passion and he prayed. There is a button in the place of prayer. Akataya Kataya, Bakataya Kataya, Kataya, Maka taya kriala taya, maka taya kriala taya. Ebrlo koko to brlo Baba Baba kaka kaka sata tala. ba 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 Papa, <laughs> <laughs> papa, do 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 Mabala kataya, na kataya sasa bala Banto la kasaba, mato pro la kataya sasa. Banto pro la kataya, akataya Ambrola Cotaya Satapra, <laughs> Masota Pra la <laughs> Cataya, Sotopra, Mato Probala Criala, Ambala Probala Criana, Sosapala, Akato Shora Mato Probala Sabala Cataya, Apra la Cataya, Sosa, Mato Probala Cataya, Apra ya Sasa Ambra <laughs> la Cataya sasabala, Mato pro la Cotaya sasabra la Cataya, Mato pro la Cataya sasabash, Mata kriala katas of Baba Baba, Mata taya kasos of Bala, Mata taya sasa, Mata pro la Cotaya Baba, Bala kriala kataya, make a sosabra la Cataya. Father, we thank you.
1: Lift up your hands. Fresh breath of your spirits upon your sons and daughters tonight. I announce, as a prophet of God, is a new day. Is a new dawn. I declare you will do bigger things, you will move higher, you will see clearly, you will run swiftly. I want you to let out a shout now listen what i saw is i see i saw i saw a deliverance i saw a breaking out i see a new level
0: after the count of three i want you to let out a shout one two three that's it that's it it's a new day we hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ejishason. There you would also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.